Amen. Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There's a peace I've come to know Though my heart and flesh may fail There's an anchor for my soul I can say it is Oh, 
Amen, amen. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Praise God. Praise God in the highest. This is a place we come together as a body of Christ that we can rest, that we come as a place of refuge. It's a place that we come together as a body of Christ, as the Lord has called us, that we assemble ourselves together in his mighty name. Amen. Praise God in the highest. I'm surprised we're still here, brothers and sisters. By what you, if you look at the news today and the things that are going on, man, keep looking up, keep watching and praying for our redemption draws near. Amen. Praise God for each person here. Praise the Lord. The Lord God is moving mightily. Hallelujah. He's moving mightily these days to his children. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God, brothers and sisters, if we prepare that we will worship and honor the Lord as we start this service, that we come together and worship and honor him, and that we proclaim the name of Jesus. And I say welcome to all in the chat room. I say welcome to all by Skype and blog talk. Shout out to our sister Crystal, Crystal, a mighty prayer warrior. Hallelujah. And we just thank you for everybody else that's coming, that we all need to learn how to pray and intercede in such a time as this, as everything is moving so quickly. And the Lord did tell us at his coming, be watching, be praying, be warning, be telling the people they get right with God. It's time to it's time to get right for eternity. Amen. Praise the Lord. So join me in prayer, brothers and sisters, as we start this service in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and just praise you that you're awesome and holy and true. And Lord, we know we can do nothing without you. So we humble ourselves and we ask you, lead us by your Holy Spirit. Anoint us by the Holy Spirit. Lord, let the fire of God come upon the Lord's hour tonight, Lord as it did in the upper room, as they come together in unity, praying and calling out to you, Lord. And the fire came, and we pray for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Come upon your people in the name of Jesus. Let the living water rise up in our hearts, O Lord. Let it rise and let it roar like uh, like the mighty uh, uh, rapids, Lord, and rushing water. Hallelujah. And that it will bring life and refreshing to your people, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we pray and we claim your protection here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Song 91 protection over the Lord's hour and all the connections of airways, Father. And we pray, Father, that you are drawing in the hearts of the people. You're drawing in the people to hear the word of God and truth that their lives will be changed. They'll never be the same when they come into the presence of Almighty God and the risen Savior. Lord, we just thank you and praise you. And we rebuke you, Satan, and you are not welcome here. Nobody invited you. We come to serve and worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Satan, you hear that name? Jesus. And as you and your demons tremble at the name of Jesus, we bind you and rebuke you in the name of Jesus and by the power of the applied blood of Jesus over this place. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you for the mighty warring angels and the millions and millions of angels that you have. And, Lord, that they're encamped around here, and they block the attack and the assignment of Satan against your people and against the Lord's hour in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just thank you and praise you as we bring this message about lies, deception, and sin revealed in God's word 
and people will know the truth about being right with God and being wicked before God. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you. And we just give you all the glory and honor, Lord, that you will be glorified tonight. And it's in your name we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Our God reigns here. Hallelujah. What is it, baby? Is something that needs to be prayed about? Please. 
and that you will protect that child in the womb, and the, the baby will come forth as you see fit, Lord, by your will be done. Whole, yes, Lord. The baby will be whole with a mind that is the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. And, Lord, if the baby will be watched over and protected by you, Lord, and by the Roha Kadesh, the Holy Spirit, and by your mighty angels, oh, Lord. Hallelujah. We just thank you and praise you, Father, that you make a way when things seem like they don't work. You come in, Lord, and you make it happen. And we intercede and pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ that you open the airways and the connections. And, Lord, the sound would work right and the words will come out right. And, Father, that you will make this happen. For, Lord, you want this word to go forth as you gave us revelation to share. And, Lord, we praise and honor you in the mighty name of Jesus because the battle is the Lord. Hallelujah. The battle is the Lord, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We just have to agree that the battle is the Lord. And give it to, over to him because it's like David. He came up against the giants. And, you come against me with you with your big sword and your big uh, uh, shield, but I come against you with the the mighty uh, mighty God of Israel. Hallelujah, Jehovah God or Yahweh God. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Get it out of my mouth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, Lord, thank you. Praise the Lord. He's over the airway. He's taking away things. He's taking away. Hallelujah. Armor up, brother. Armor up. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord.
Jesus will deliver and set people free. Hallelujah. Chains will be broken in the name of Jesus. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit is here. Hallelujah. And you know what, brothers and sisters? What God does is permanent. What God does is forever. Hallelujah. Forever. Trust him. Trusting to his word. God does not break promises. Hallelujah. He doesn't break promises. Trust him and have faith in him. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord says, trust him. I'm here. Trust me. I am your shield. I am your buckler. Hallelujah. I watch over you. Day and night. I never close my eyes. I never sleep. I love you, my children. I love you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. His body on the cross. His blood poured out for us. The weight of everything.
bound them both together. He has defeated me in my rebellion, conquered me in my sin. He has welcomed me into his presence, completely invited me in. He has made himself the object of my sight, flooding me with mercies in the morning, drowning me with grace in the night. But if there are words for him, then I don't have them. But what I do have is good news. For my God knew that man-made words would never do. For words are just tools that we use to point to the truth. So he sent his son, Jesus Christ, as the word, living proof. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, giving nothingness formation. And by his word he sustains in the power of his name. For he is before Amen. all things, and over all things he reigns. Holy is his name. So praise him for his life. way he persevered in strife, the humble son of God becoming the perfect sacrifice, praise him for his death, that he willingly stood in our place, that he lovingly endured the grave, that he battled our enemy and on the third day rose in victory. He is everything that was promised, praise him as a risen king lift your voice and sing for one day he will return for us and we will finally be united with our savior for eternity eternity so it's not just words that i proclaim for my word point to the word and the word has a name hope has a name joy has a name peace has a name love has a name and that name is jesus christ Thank you. 
You chose to Hallelujah. come to this earth to die yes. for our sins so that we could live in Thank freedom and grace you, and mercy and relationship with you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's no one like you, truly. No one like you, Lord. Earth. You're the only one. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord, brothers and sisters. Praise God. We come together in the name of Jesus. As before we get into the message, there's an encouraging word for the Lord Jesus that he wanted me to share. He shared and uh, revealed to me, and now I'm going to share it with you. Encouraging word. Go to Colossians 1, verses 26 and 27. See how special you are now. How special you are in the Lord. Amen. Verse 26. Colossians 1, mm-hmm. Colossians 1, that's all right, Colossians 1, verses 27, I mean 26 and 27, amen, you're all right, it's God's time, we don't have to rush, you have it, okay, and this is the word, brothers and sisters, which is the mystery, hid since the world again, and from all, all ages now is made manifest to who, who is a man are the Christian, the chosen one. You are saints of God, the word of God says. In verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of his glorious mystery among the Gentiles. Which riches is Christ in you? The people want to talk about riches like big houses and cars and things. Count it all as dung, brothers and sisters, for the riches of Christ. Amen. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's the only hope you have to get to glory is through Christ Jesus. Anyone out there listening, there is no other way to the hope of glory, except through the blessed hope, the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. That it's in Christ alone, in Christ alone, is the hope of glory. Amen. Now, brothers and sisters, we will get into this message. Hallelujah. It is a strong and heavy message, but the Lord wants it brought forth. Hallelujah. The more you get into the word of God, the more you're amazed. Amen. And the name of the message is lies, deception, and sin revealed by God's truth. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Be blessed by the Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. We say welcome to all those listening tonight, seeking truth. You have had enough of the lies and hurt and pain of this world and the sinful lifestyle. Some of you out there listening, the God of truth, your creator, and your heavenly father is drawing you here and leading you by his Holy Spirit, telling you there is more to life than what you have been living. From the beginning before the creation of this world and mankind, almighty God existed, God created angels, and just like you and me, he gave them a free will. There was one who was so powerful and made beautiful. His name was Lucifer. 
He was a high-ranking angel. As we see in this world now, when you see or know people that think they know everything, they are very arrogant and prideful and in them, prideful in themselves. We say that they're full of themselves. With Lucifer, this is so true. God had the prophet Isaiah reveal what happened with Lucifer. Let's read this. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 15. I have it up there, but I'm in the Amplified, I think. Hallelujah. In the Amplified version, because lately, God has been amplifying his word for me to share. Verse 12 says, How you have fallen from heaven, O star of the morning, light bringer, son of the dawn. You have been cut down to the ground. You have weakened the nations. You have weakened the nations. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of assembly in remote parts of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But in fact, you will be brought down to Shuel, to remote recesses of the pit, the reason, the region of the dead. You notice, brothers and sisters, it says the dead. It doesn't say the living. It says the dead. As you see, this as you see this, we remember the word of God which warns what happens when you have pride. Pride goes before a fall. This is so true with Lucifer. So now we see where sin comes from. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and earth, he also created man and woman to have someone to love and fellowship with, to live with. As Jesus said, I have come to give life and more abundantly. This is what God intended for all of us. God Almighty is the creator, and he has set up how his created ones are supposed to live. At the same time, he gives us his created ones a free will. He has always given every man, woman, and even angel a choice to live as he would have to, I mean, as, as I would have you to or go the way of Lucifer in sin. Let's look at this a little closer. Past, uh, past my understanding, but know that God knows what is best for us. He makes a beautiful place for the first man and woman. We know as Adam and Eve. God creates them to be perfect and live in paradise. The one thing God commands them to do, and he is telling us, his created one, is to do what he commands us to do and believe in him. You were not told to figure out everything, just believe. Amen? God will reveal himself to you in his perfect way and time. What is required of us living now, and just like Adam and Eve, is to obey and believe their God and creator. Do not be like Lucifer and think you know better than God. He does give you he does give you that uh choice though, a free will to make your decision. Let's look at what happened in the beginning, amen? Go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. 
chapter, I think it is just chapter 2, verse 15 and 17. Let's see. I think so. Genesis, I didn't have the chapter down, but I believe it's chapter 2. Is it uh, verse 15 of the Lord? Oh, yes. Okay, yes, that's it. So the Lord God took the man he had made and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely, unconditionally eat from every tree in the garden, but the big, very big but, right here, but only from the tree of the knowledge, recognition of good and evil, you shall not eat. Otherwise, on that day that you eat from it, you shall most certainly die because of what disobedience. The question I have, and I'm sure many, sure many of you have, why did God put this tree in the garden anyway? Why did he warn Adam and Eve that you are not to eat of this tree? What can I say? For my walk with the Lord, that from Adam and Eve to Buddy and Brenda and to all of you, that there is always tests and choices in this world that God made. Even the angels of God from the best have choices. Only Son, Jesus, who bore witness of the truth when he was here in the flesh, had choices. He had a free will to choose what he wanted to do or to do the will of the Father. Thank God for all our sakes. He chose to do the will of the Father, Almighty God. Amen. In the book of James, it talks about this. James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed. Happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God, is a man who is steadfast under trial and perseveres, perseveres tempted. For when he has passed the test and been approved, he will receive the fierce crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. There it is. The word of God revealed to James to tell us this is what life is about. Amen. Now, before we move on about sin, lies, and deceptions revealed, let me point out what happens to Adam and Eve and what will happen to anyone who does not obey and believe God is this. Die because of your disobedience. Listen to this. Mostly in physically, physical death, in the sense of becoming mortal, they were created immortal. Remember what the Word of God said, let's create man in our image. God is eternal and immortal. So when you are, uh, so when we are uh, disobedient, you become God. Yes, what God creates, and when he makes a man, even the angel, he makes them for eternity. He made them like himself, which is eternal. This was the purpose to make them, to be with him forever, to live and enjoy being 
with their creator, not rejecting, hating, and rebelling against them and the life he intended. Amen? This covering of who we truly are, the flesh, is now mortal. This is temporal. This happens when the fallen one, Lucifer, who becomes Satan and the devil, comes in the garden. Remember what James said? Is the temptation and test that every one of us have to face when we live here in this world. This is the creator way. This is God's way. And who am I to question him? He is the creator. He is all-knowing and loving. He knows what is best for us. He sent his only son to come and identify with us. He sent him to face everything that we face in this life. A loving God and creator who wants you to know the truth and quit listening to the lies of man and the father of lies, Satan. Amen? So let's look what happens after God commands Adam and Eve what to do. Their creator who know what is best for them. Amen? This section of scripture is called the fall of man. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. The Amplified, of course. Now, the serpent was more crafty, subtle, skilled in deceit than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. And the serpent, Satan, said to the woman, Can it really be that God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees of the garden, except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God said. You shall not eat from it nor touch it, otherwise you will die. But the serpent said to the woman, You certainly will not die, for God knows that on that day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. That is, you will have greater awareness, and you will be like God knowing the difference between good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was delightful to look at and the tree to be desired in order to make one wise and insightful, she took some of its fruit and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of the two of them were opened, that is, their awareness increased. And they knew that they were naked, and they fastened big leaves together and made themselves coverings. So now we see that Lucifer, here in Genesis, is called Satan and the serpent. Sin has changed him. He is not the great and mighty angel of God anymore. He is the temper, tempter, deceiver, and the father of lies. We see his true nature now. We see how pride changed him. When he sinned, he raised a revolt in heaven, somehow by his crafty, subtle, and skill in deceit that he took a third of the angels of God with him. Remember, all of God's created ones, men, women, angels, have a free will. 
That is because God is pure love. He wants all to choose and love him. He wants his created ones to love their creator. At the same time, because of his love, he lets you to make this choice. You are not forced to choose him. You can choose Satan and his way of life too. So as Satan deceived, third of the angels fall. Now he is allowed to come into the garden to tempt Adam and Eve. We all have to face temptation and test as we live here. This is God's way to see who will truly obey and believe him and love him. God told Adam and Eve what to do. I believe at this moment of temptation, they could have cried out, Lord, help me. They do have they do have the truth, the word of God. All they had to do was believe and obey God's command and word. Remember, Jesus said, you have to come to the kingdom of God as a child. Adam and Eve were innocent. They knew not what would be the reality of their consequences. God knew what was best for them, so he told them what to do, just like he is today. To each one of us, says Christ, when God speaks, he speaks truth. So when he told them, don't eat that fruit, he meant it. What he said that was going to happen to them, if they did, it did. Satan is very crafty. He twists the truth. He lies. He deceives. He misleads, misleads people. What is reality? Genesis 3, 8 through 13. Here is reality. Genesis 3, 8 through 13. And the word of God says, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool afternoon breeze of the day. So the man and his wife hid and kept themselves in the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called, Empty page. Praise God, the one's there. <laughs> he called to Adam and Eve, said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you walking in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid myself. God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten the fruit from the tree which I command you, you not to eat? And the man said, Here we go. This is this is perfect uh, human beings, the blame game. The woman you the woman who you gave to me with me, she gave me the fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled and deceived me, and I ate from the forbidden fruit. Brothers and sisters, look at the change in Adam and Eve. They now are, are very aware of their circumstances. They are fearful and ashamed to be with the Lord God. They are blaming each other and even blame the serpent. The reality for them and you and me, they made the choice, each one of them, to disobey God and eat the fruit. They were told not to. We, too, have to make choices in our life like Adam and Eve. We can't. Make, uh, we can't make good cho choices on our own. Most of, of the time, we will choose badly. We need to trust 
our God and Creator, who knows us inside and out far better than we do ourselves. Amen. Now we will see the consequences of their choice to be disobedient to God and Creator. Genesis 3, 14 through 24. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the cattle, more than all the I mean, than any animal of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. Well, there's a confirmation that God is real. That's exactly what happens to the snakes and serpents, isn't it? 15, and I will put enemy, open hostility between you and the woman. And between, listen to this, between your seed, offspring, and her seed, he shall fatally bruise your head, and you shall only bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply, uh, multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain, you will give birth to children. Yet your desire and longing will be for your husband, and he will rule with authority over you and be responsible for you. Then to Adam the Lord God said, Because you have listened attentively to the voice of your wife and have eaten the fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it, the ground now under a curse because of you. In sorrow and toll shall you shall eat the fruit of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For from it you are taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And the man and the man named his wife Eve, life spring, life giver, because she was a mother of all the living. The Lord God made tunics of animal skins for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Well, you think, brothers and sisters, that the Lord had to, uh, uh, there had to be some blood shed from the animals to get their skins? And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, knowing how to distinguish between good and evil and how he might stretch out his hand and take from the tree of life as well and eat its fruit and, and live in this fallen full condition forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent Adam away from the Garden of Eden to till and cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So God drove the man out and at the east of the Garden of Eden, he permanently stationed the cherubim and the sword with a flashing blade, which turned round and around in every direction to protect and guard the way, entrance, exit to the tree of life. Praise God for that. Thank God that they didn't, <laughs> they weren't uh, put into sin, sinful state, state for eternity. Praise God. In the Word of God, in the book of Galatians, it is put this way by Apostle Paul, led by the Spirit of God. Galatians 6, verses 7 and 8. 
Verse 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that he shall also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Brothers and sisters, this life everlasting is the true life that God intended for all mankind. Yes, man had to be tested and make his choice between the life that God and Creator intended or the life that Satan and the fallen angels chose. Remember, hell was created for the devil and the fallen angels. Let's look at this. Matthew 25, 41, as the Lord was speaking. Then he shall also unto them on the left hand say, Depart from me, ye cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Who does Jesus say hell was prepared for? The devil and his angels. But in this scripture, in this chapter, we see they're ones who choose this too. God have mercy. Now, to one point in verse 15, between your seed, offspring, and her seed, and offspring, and Eve has seed and offspring too. The word of God does say there is children of the devil and children of God. Let's look at this. 1 John 3, verses 7 through 10. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He, the devil, sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was blessed. The works of the devil, praise his name. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him because he is born of God. In this the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth not his brother. God have mercy. There are children of the devil. We all were born into sin, so until, until we are born again from above, we are controlled by this sin and the devil. It is right here God's word. We all were under the curse of death. So here we are, all lost, dying in our sin, right at the first, thank God, this is not the end of the story. This is not the final outcome. The Creator, Almighty God, had a plan. He knows all things. He was prepared and not caught off guard. He was upset and disappointed in their choices, but because of his love for us, he made a way, he made a way right from the beginning to bring us back. In the same verse, her seed, through the seed of woman, 
God would raise up a Savior. His only son, Jesus, would be born in the flesh and born of the Spirit, just like the first Adam. But praise be to God, he will not fail. He will not fail, will not sin, and will not be disobedient. Hallelujah. Let's look at this. Her seed. The first announcement of the gospel. This is the first prophecy about the Messiah, Christ, who through his death on the cross and the resurrection would ultimately defeat Satan, the power behind the serpent with a death blow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the other references. Let's take this is the other references. Let's take a look. Amen. Matthew 1, verses 21 through 23. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now, all that it might be fulfilled, what was interpreted is God with us. Praise his name. Luke 1, verses 31 through 33. I mean, 31 through 33. Praise his name. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and he shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. In his kingdom there shall be no end. Praise his name. We serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty Savior and Lord, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah to his name. Romans 16, verses 19 through 20. Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for your word. It is so truthful and powerful. Romans 16, 19 through 20. Amen. For your obedience is come abroad among all. I am glad, therefore, of you, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. Listen to this. The God of peace shall tread Satan under your feet shortly. Claim it. Claim the word of God. You're having any dealings with the enemy or the things or this world system? Claim this word of God. Hallelujah. The God of peace shall tread Satan under your feet shortly. The of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, Paul says. Hallelujah. Two points. The first one, simple concerning evil. As men that know no way to deceive, much less to deceive indeed, we, brothers and sisters, being born again in the faith, we should, we should not know how to deceive anybody. We should have a way or word of this. We should not have, excuse me, we should not have a way or word of deceitfulness in us. Amen. The second point. The God of peace shall tread under your feet shortly. We must fight with certain hope of victory. Amen. 
Praise God. We have the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me put a word down here that's important. Have not. It's an important word. Amen. We should have not. Way a word of deceitfulness. All right. Praise God. Let's go to Galatians 4. Chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. Amen. Praise his name. What a mighty word the Lord is sharing with us about what's going on. Amen. Hallelujah. The truth. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman and made under the law, that he might redeem them which is under the law, that we might receive the adoption of the sons. And because you were sons, <laughs> God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, which crieth, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, hallelujah. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. Now, if thou be a son, thou art also the heir of God through Christ. One point, very important. One heir of God through Christ. Partaker. Of the blessing, you are now part of the blessing of God. Not under the curse of sin and death, but life and blessing. Amen? Hallelujah, that's powerful. What a big difference between death and sin and death and life and blessing. Hallelujah. Let's go to Revelation 12, verse 17. Hallelujah, praise his name. Revelation 17. I mean, 12, excuse me, verse, I mean, chapter 12, verse 17. Hallelujah. Then the dragon was wrought, he was upset, with the woman, and went and made war with the remnant of her seed. With the testimony of Jesus, amen, praise God. So there is the foundation of this message now, to, uh, now to be, Hear God's truth about lie, deception, and sin. Amen. The first thing we'll look at is lie. Go to John 8, 44. And Jesus says, You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaks of the lies of his own. For he is a liar. And the father of it. If you are a liar. You have the character of the father of lies. The devil. First Timothy. Chapter 1. Verse 10. For whoremongers. For them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjurers, persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, amen, truth, revealing the truth about lies and sin, One twelve. One of them, them said, Christian, 
Christians are always evil beasts, slow belly. Who are Christians? Look what Paul says and the meaning of Christian. This is a Christian, a stupid or mentally defective person. Without the mind of your mentally defective, God have mercy. First John chapter two verse four. He he that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So one who does not keep God's word and command is a liar too. Amen. First John two, here's one of these two twenty twos. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and Son. Amen. Denying Jesus is the Christ is a liar. If a man say I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God who have not seen? You can say, I love God and hate his brother. He is a liar. We have to love one another to be in truth. Amen. First John 5, 10. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God had made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. Oh, that's so important. We have to believe who Jesus really is. We're liars. Revelation. I know in thy labor thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which they are apostles and are not, has found them liars. Okay. Well, let's ask somebody to put up the word of God. The word is what truly, I mean, uh, what the words and the fruits is what truly means. Amen. Revelations. 21, verse 8. But the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, and murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. God have mercy. All liars the ones with a lifestyle of lies and sin that who have not repented and as he saved them from their sin and self. God have mercy. The next thing we'll look the next thing we'll look at, brothers and sisters, is deception. Deuteronomy eleven sixteen. Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived, and turn and ye turn aside, 
and serve other gods and worship them. This tells us where we can be deceived, our hearts. Amen? Proverbs 20, verse 1. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. You are not wise when you are deceived. Amen? Hallelujah. Obadiah, chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Listen to this. The pride and arrogance of your heart have deceived you. You who live in the cliffs in the lofty security of the rock, whose dwelling places is high, who say boastfully in your heart, who will bring me down to earth? Thou, you build your nest on high like an eagle. Thou, you set your nest among the stars. I will bring you down from there, says the Lord. Pride goes before it falls. And who will bring you down? I will bring you down from there, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Matthew 24 and 4. And Jesus said, I mean, Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Amen. We have heard this message so much these last days. Matthew 24, verse 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. Many will come in Jesus' name and should deceive many. God have mercy. I would call that hirelings. I would call that wolves in sheep's clothing. I would call that false apostles and false prophets and the workers of iniquity and the worms that uh, say they know God, but they deny the power of God, his Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 24, verse 11. And here he is, the Lord says it himself. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. God have mercy. We have people coming in Jesus' name deceiving many. We have false prophets saying lies. Uh, what do you mean? No, nothing five. Uh, Matthew 24, verse 11. Oh, it's all right. I mean, uh, we were at 24, five, but we're at 24, 11 now. Yeah, well, you heard the last part of, uh, of verse 24 of the scripture. 24, 11. You can get nobody to make. Amen. It's good to see the word of God. Matthew 24, 24. For there shall rise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders in so much that if possible, they shall deceive the very elect. God have mercy. The Lord warned about a lot of deceptions there, didn't he? Amen. 
Luke 21, verse 8. And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, time draw near. Go ye not therefore after them. Take heed. The Lord is saying, listen up. Listen real good. Amen. Praise God. Romans 16, verse 18. For they that which are such, for they that which are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. They're worried about their own selves. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the heart of the simple. Now, that sounds prosperity, ministers, hyper grace, ministers, worried about their own personal gain and profit. God of mercy, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes before the Lord. 1 Corinthians. Through 3.18. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Let no man deceive himself. Now listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is, this is important. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you, uh, you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a that he may be wise. A warning. Do not deceive your own self either. Amen. Remember, who makes the choice in your life? It's us, each one. We have to make the decisions and choices in our lives. We have to choose to come to Christ. We have to choose to obey and serve him and love him with all our hearts. Or you choose not to. So that's what uh, Paul is warning. Don't 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 let, don't let the flesh or yourself. I mean, even deceive yourself. Amen. Because we are men. Remember, Jesus said, "Let no man deceive you." We're men. We're women. Men, women, human human beings created one. Amen. That's why we're supposed to uh, guard our hearts and our minds and and be in His Word and hearing His voice and praying and doing what God tells us to do. So we can live the life he wants us to live and not be deceived or misled. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall inherit the kingdom of God? Excuse me, uh, the scripture reference, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, uh, fornicators, no idolaters, no idolaters, no infamate, no abusers of themselves with mankind. They won't inherit the kingdom of God either. Don't listen to the lies that it's okay. I can live any way I want to. God is love. He will accept me. Now, this is a big lie from man and the devil. You have to repent. You have to realize you are lost and separated from God. You are unrighteous, and your rebellion and sin will send you will send you to hell and not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. 
and seeing you. And we'll see in you. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. God have mercy. Galatians 6, 7. We've heard it. We'll hear it again. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Ephesians 4, 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to do what? Deceive. Be alert. There is men and women out there lying in wait to try to deceive you. Be very alert and sober so you are not deceived. Amen? Ephesians 5, verse 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. So vain words cause the wrath of God to come on the children of disobedience. What does vain mean? The meaning of vain. Listen to this. And you will know. Excessively proud of or concerned about one's appearance, qualities, achievements, conceited, proceeding from or showing pride in or concerned about and qualities, resulting or displaying vanity. God have mercy. Now we know why he commands us to be humble and not prideful. There was not one ounce of pride in our Savior and Lord Jesus. He was a servant and humble even to death on the cross. He, tell, he tells us and commands us, humble thy sight, I mean humble thyself, in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up, not yourself, to do it. Amen. Don't, 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 don't lift yourself up. No, let the Lord lift you up. Be humble. Be humble before the Lord in this world. Amen. Thessalonians 2.3. 2 Thessalonians 2.3. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there be a departing first, and that the man of sin be disclosed, even the son of perdition. The son of perdition. There was one that was called the son of perdition. He was one of the disciples. His name was Judas. And the son of perdition will have the character of Satan. And Judas had the character of Satan. He was a deceiver. He was a liar. He was a stealer. He was all these different things, God have mercy. So the one that's going to be the son of perdition is going to be a lot like Judas. Second Timothy 3.13 
but the evil men and the seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. A warning from Paul, it will get worse and worse, so stay alert and sober. Amen? John chapter, uh, uh, Second John chapter 1, verse 7. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. You're either for Christ and the truth or against Christ and an antichrist spirit deceiver. God have mercy. The scripture speaks about this scripture talks about the great deceiver, Revelation 12, verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world. Thank God you're not part of the world no more, amen? We're part of, we're part of the uh, family of God, amen? We're ambassadors for Christ, a royal priest. They praise his name. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. The last thing we will learn and study from God's word, the truth, is sin. The downfall of mankind, the enemy of the soul of man, sin God hates. Sin is the total opposite of God's character and nature. Sin is the nature of the devil and the flesh. What is the definition of sin? Transgression of the divine law. Any act regarded as such transgression, especially a willful or deliberate violation of some moral principle, very clear. Sin separate us from God our Father and Creator. It is what put, what put Jesus on the cross to save us with his life and blood. Amen. Now let's look at this by God's truth. Praise is one of a name. Genesis 13, 13. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. We see what's happened with the wicked and sinners. And they were doing this exceedingly before the Lord. God have mercy. Genesis 18, verse 20. And the Lord God said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, sin can be very grievous before the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 14 through 20. Do not turn aside from any of the words which I commanding you today to the right or to the left to follow and serve other God. Consequences of disobedience. But it shall come about if you do not listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commands and statutes which I'm commanding you today, then all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. 
You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the field. Your basket, your kneading bowl will be cursed. Your offspring of your body and the produce of your land, the offspring of your herd and the young of your flock will be cursed. You will be cursed when you come in and you'll be cursed when you go out. The Lord will send upon you curses, confusion, and rebuke in everything that you undertake to do until you are destroyed. Perish quickly because of the evil of your deeds and because you have turned away from me. Disobedience is part of sin. You disobey God and try to do it your way and not his way, curses will come your way. This is just part of what will happen. I urge you to read the rest of the chapter. Chapter sinning is serious business before God. The rest of that chapter is Deuteronomy 28. There are more. And you can see a lot of this happen in our nation where we have turned away from the living God as a nation. And you can see these kind of things that are happening. Amen. Disobedience is part of, okay, yes, I'm there. Okay, Psalms 1, verse 5. Therefore, the ungodly, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. You want to be in the congregation of the righteous? Then you better not have a simple lifestyle. Song 38.3 There is no soundness in my flesh because of thy anger. Neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. No rest in your bones because of your sin. Song 51.4 Against thee and thee only have I sinned, and does this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and sin did my mother conceive me. These two scriptures, King David tells us the situation for each of us before we were forgiven and saved. Only through the sacrifice of the only man to never sin, Jesus Christ, we can be saved from the sinful flesh and the destiny of hell. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, my Savior and God. Psalm 59, 12, hallelujah, as the Spirit is moving, he is saying, listen, anyone out there that don't know Christ, you need to get right with him. Hallelujah. For the sin of their mouth in the words of their lips let them be taken in their pride cursing and lying which they speak they are there together sin pride cursing and lying together not a good combination for anyone song 90 verse 8 thou hast set our iniquities before thee our secret sins in the light of thy countenance, you can't hide in. His light will reveal your sin and wickedness. Amen. Proverbs 5, 22. His own iniquity shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holding with the cords of sin. Oh, Lord, I don't want to get a hold of those kind of cords. Proverbs Ten sixteen. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. What is the fruit of the wicked? 
Someone in the chat room tell me what the fruit of the wicked is? Most of people paying attention. Listen as God's speaking. All right, put it up, baby. Amen. Death is it. That's the end of sin. You're right. The end of, uh, the end of sin is death. Sin. The end of, I mean, sin, death, they're all together. Amen. They lead to, I mean, sin leads to death. Amen. Good answer. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. You've got some good students here. Praise God. Proverbs 14.34. Righteousness exalted a nation. Amen. Righteous exalted a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Oh, we know that. We have learned that well here lately in this country, hadn't we? Here is a word for our nation. This is so true. Look at our country. God have mercy. Proverbs 21.4. And high look and a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked is sin. Well, there we are talking about what we plant and what we produce, the fruit. I mean, the fruit of the Spirit is good. I mean, love, joy, peace, righteousness, holiness, love, self-control. But the fruit of wicked is rotten fruit, totally opposite of God, unrighteousness, wickedness, lust, you know, murder, lying. Thieves, all kinds of things. Amen? Isaiah 13, 9. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy for out of it. You do not want to be a sinner when the Lord God cometh. Because he's coming. He's coming again. Praise God as we are his true believers, as we are his sons and daughters of God and believe in him in, all our, in our hearts. And we believe in him and trust him. He's coming for us. But anyone that is not in Christ, the hope of glory, he will destroy the sinners by his word. God have mercy. God hates sin. I mean, he loved the sinner. But he hates the sin. Hallelujah. Look what happens to sinners. This will happen. God is warning you. All who refuse to come to him and make him your Savior and Lord. What God says in his word does not come back void. It will come, it will come to pass in his perfect way in time. Isaiah 30. That's right. Amen. That's the word of God. Amen. That's a, I think Peter somewhere in it uh, who is saying that. Sister Mary, can you give me the scripture reference? I think it's a Peter. Amen. Praise God. You're right. It's a bear. It's a righteous. Thank God. Hallelujah. I mean, I guess that would be a saying like by the skin of her teeth. Amen. Woo. Isaiah 30, verse 1. Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, that take counsel but not of me and that cover with a covering but not of my spirit 
that they may add sin to sin. Rebellion is sin. And you will add sin to sin. God have mercy. I think we have a few people doing that. We see it in the news. Amen. Hallelujah. We see it in our daily lives. God have mercy. Hosea 4, 7 says, As they were increased, so their sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. You do not want your glory turned to shame. Trust the Lord, your creator, your savior. You have to turn to him before it is too late. This decision for eternity. You want to know what God thinks about sin and sinful people? Listen to this. Zephaniah 117, one of the minor prophets, but very powerful word. And I will bring distress among men that they shall walk like blind men because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood shall be poured out as dust and their flesh as dung. God have mercy. Now, as we go into the New Testament, we will point out and study sin, sin still, but God see the God, but see the God that God's plan and solution to the sin. Amen. The first scripture announces to the world to Satan, God is going to make a way to be free from sin and you, devil. Amen. Matthew, go ahead. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Sister Arietta. Thank you for being like a Berean. Amen. Seeking God's word. Hallelujah. Matthew 1, 21. Listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Listen to this powerful portion of scripture and know how wonderful and powerful the God that we serve. Amen. Go to Matthew 9, verses 2 through 8. I'm going to get a drink before I start this because this is powerful. Hallelujah what God shows in his word. Uh, Matthew 9, verses 2 through 8. Yes. Amen. Listen to this, brother. Hallelujah. He is amplified. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Yeah, it's up there. Okay, that's fine. This will be fine. They'll hear it. They brought to him a man who was paralyzed, lying on a stretcher, seeing their act of faith springing from the confidence in him. Jesus said to the paralytic, Do not be son. Your sins are forgiven. The penalty is paid, the guilt removed, and you are declared to be in right standing with God. And some of the scribes said to themselves, This man blasphemes by claiming the rights and the prerogatives of God. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your heart? For what is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven? and the penalty paid, or to say, get up and walk. 
for God. Both are impossible for, uh, for man. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority and power on earth to forgive sins, then he said to the paralytic, Get up! Pick up your stretcher and go home. And he got up and went home healed and forgiven. When the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and glorified God, praised him who had given such authority and power to men. Praise God. Hallelujah. When Jesus shows up, he means business. That business and mission is to free the people from the bondage of sin and the devil and put the devil on notice. I am putting you out of business. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Matthew 9, 13. But go ye and learn what this meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the sinners to repent. God's plan. Repent of your sins. Get right with God. Come on where you belong. Amen. This is a major warning that cannot be forgiven. God have mercy. Matthew 12, verses 30 to 32, the unpardonable sin. He who is not with me once and for all on my side is against me. And he who does not inequivocally gather with me scatters. Therefore I say to you, every sin and blaspheme ever evil, abusive, injurious speaking, or ignorancy against sacred things will be forgiven people, but blaspheming against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit by attributing the miracles done by me to Satan will not be forgiven either in this age or in the age to come. One point, very important for your eternal life or eternal death, against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiving. Blaspheming of the Holy Spirit is denying all the work of the Holy Spirit. This leads ultimately to rejecting the deity of Christ. God have mercy. Matthew twenty six twenty eight. For this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your precious blood, your powerful blood, and your pure blood. Hallelujah. Let me stop for a minute here, brothers and sisters. Glasses have got messed up and brothers and sisters don't take that uh, word from the Lord lightly about blaspheming the Holy Spirit the ultimate blaspheme of the Holy Spirit is rejecting Christ rejecting what Christ did at the cross by pouring out his life and blood taking all the punishment for our sins taking the judgment because of the sin that he had on him from God and denying the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit as Jesus rose from the dead. That is blasphemy 
the Holy Spirit. These scriptures show when people realize they are sinners. Luke 15, 21. And this is what we all have to do when we come before God and get right with God through Christ. And the Son of Man said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. This is about the prodigal son. He realized that he had sinned against God or against his father in this parable, but as we know, picture of God. But he realized who he was, and he asked forgiveness and repented. Praise God. Luke 18, 13. In the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up his so much as his eyes into heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This is a very good place to start. And you have to come to that place in your life to be forgiven and saved. John 1, verse 29. The next day, Jesus, I mean, John seeing Jesus coming unto him said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which take away the, taketh away the sin of the world. Jesus, the answer, to take away the sin of the world. Praise God. John 5, verse 14. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more. Least a worse thing come unto thee. A man Jesus healed looks what he says to him. Sin no more. Don't go and have a lifestyle of sin. You used to have, amen, that's what he's telling him. Don't do that lifestyle of sin no more. Or something worse could come on you than what I healed you of. Mm. John eight eleven, She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Jesus tells this woman, Don't have this kind of lifestyle anymore. Amen? Hallelujah. John eight thirty four. Praise his name. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. God have mercy. You are a servant of sin if you commit sin as a lifestyle. You are the servant of the devil too. This is his nature. So not only a servant, but a slave of sin and of the devil too. John 16, 8. And when he, when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. The Holy Spirit reproved the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. John sixteen nine Of sin, because they believe not in me. Why they sin? Because they believe not. Jesus, the Son of God. God have mercy. Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, 
and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gospel, the message, the mission of the church to share this truth. You have to repent and receive Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit to help you and keep you from sinning daily. Amen. You can't do it in your own strength. You can do nothing without Christ. Paul told us in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And that's not sinning regularly. Amen. Acts 3.19, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Hallelujah. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Good news. Praise God. Acts 13.38 Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. What man is preached? Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Romans 1.22 Professing themselves to be wise. Well, we have some of that, don't we? They became fools. We got that happening. Sinners are fools. For their choices. Amen. God have mercy. Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You do not want to be this way. You do not want to come up short. God have mercy. Romans 5, 19. Hallelujah. So praise the name of the Lord for his word. His mighty word showing the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He does not want you continue in sin. Amen. Romans 5, 19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall be many made righteous. Praise God. Romans 5, 21. That as sin have reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6, 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Romans 6, 2. God forbid. How shall we their sin live any longer therein? You know the word of God, what it says. I am crucified with Christ. What happens when you're crucified? I think it's a point of being uh, killed. Or so the old man is dead. Don't let him. Don't let the old man rise up. And let the new man, the born again person, be the one controlling your life by the Spirit of the Living God. See what it says here again. What Paul says. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may be found? That's what a lot of people are trying to preach. But they forget about Romans 6, 2. You've got to take the whole counsel of God's word to know the truth. Look what it says, what Paul says. God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Praise God. Romans 6, 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed. There henceforth, we should not 
mortal body. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to his name. He that is dead is free from sin. Hallelujah. Are you dead to yourself and risen in Christ? Are you dead to yourself, risen in Christ? We are. Amen. Praise God. Romans 6.10. Hallelujah. We're going down the Romans road here. Hallelujah. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Hallelujah. Likewise, reckon ye yourselves, Romans 6, 11. Likewise, reckon, reckon ye, let's slow down. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead. Indeed, unto sin. But alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Do you think Paul's trying to get a point across here? Verse after verse after verse. When the Lord brings forth a word over and over, he is trying to get a point across. He is trying to say, listen up, take heed. This is important to know who you are in Christ, the hope of glory. Romans 6.12, hallelujah. Praise his name for his word. Promises to encourage us, to strengthen us, that we know who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you shall obey it in its lust thereof. Romans 6.3, just like uh, uh, Marietta or someone put in the chat room earlier. For the wages of sin is death. Praise God. Thank you, sis. Praise God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages of sin is death. Be wise and know this and receive the gift of God. Amen? You all right? All right, brothers and sisters, let's pause for a minute. We need to pray for uh, Sis Brenda. Amen? Her, her knees are hurting. There's a battle on as we're trying to serve the Lord. Let's pray now. Join me in prayer. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for healing. We pray that you would strengthen and take away this uh, uh, crucible pain in this, uh, Brenda's knees as she's trying to serve you. Lord, I pray that you would touch her knees and rebuke you, Satan, from trying to mess with Brenda as she is trying to minister and do what the Lord has called her to do. And Lord, I pray that we know that you're our, your grace is sufficient. But Lord, we just pray for healing and restoration in her knees. Pray for healing, Lord, from when the devil tried to, to, to kill her when she was younger. And I pray that you would bring uh, restoration in her knees and heal them and put them back the way that you made them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Oh, the presence of the Lord is powerful. Hallelujah right now. Woo, glory, glory, the fire of God. His word is powerful. When we speak his word and preach his word, then the gifts of the spirit will be moving and there will be miracles and healings and the deliverances and people will come to know Christ and be saved in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. By his word. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 3. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in a lifeful, uh, in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin to dim sin in the flesh. Hallelujah. 
That is shouting words, brothers and sisters, because that was our that was our mortal enemy with sin and death. Amen. First Corinthians six eighteen. Flee fornication. Every sin that man doeth is without the body, but he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And yes, Lord. And the Lord is saying, this sin, <laughs> you are the temple of the living God. Don't you know if you're doing anything like this, that God's there? He lives in you. I don't think uh, 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 you'd want the Lord right there when you're doing this thing between uh, someone else, opposite sex, I guess it would be, and in an out of relationship that you're not supposed to be in. In this day and time, you need to be very alert and wise. That's right. Yeah, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful what your uh, little hands, what you do. Amen? Your body is the temple of the living God. And that if uh, you, you be too sinful with it, the Lord God will destroy it by his word too. 1 Corinthians 8.12, but when you when you sow sin against the brethren and wound their conscience, you sin against Christ. Oh, there is another one there, brothers and sisters. Uh, uh, people judging one another and uh, putting people down and uh, trying to call, uh, cause discourse in the, in the congregation. Look who you're sinning against. Well, I guess all sins we are, but this this one Paul's making more clear. But when you sin against the brethren and wound their conscience, you sin against Christ. First Corinthians fifteen fifty six. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Because I think it's James that says, if you have sinned on one point of the law, you're guilty of all. There's nobody in this world except Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the perfect Lamb of God, who didn't sin. Everybody else, nobody, everybody has broken at least one of God's commandments. And the power of that law is sin. Second Corinthians 5.21 for he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we may be made that we might be made the righteousness of God in him hallelujah galatians 1:4 who gave himself for our sins that we might deliver that he might deliver us from the present world of God and our father Praise God. What great great things God has done. Hallelujah. What great things he's done, what he's doing, and going to do. Ephesians 1, 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Hebrews 1, 3. In the brightness of his glory. In the express image of his person. 
and in upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had made himself purged, by himself purged, excuse me, when he had by himself purged our sins, sit down at the right hand of majesty on high, Jesus purged our sins from us. Amen. Must die. It is finished. Hallelujah. The battle has been victorious over sin, death, in hell. Hallelujah. And you can receive from him salvation and life and be part of that victory that he has given us through his life and blood. Hallelujah. Praise his name. What a powerful scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, the great physician, Jesus, Jesus care. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get up and do something, baby. Hallelujah. Take the step of faith. Take the step of faith. Praise God. Celebrate, brothers and sisters. The Lord, he keeps his promises. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anybody else have, anybody have any infirmities? Anybody that's any pains or something wrong with your body? Let's pray now. Look up, baby. Look up. Look up. Check them out. Amen. It's the Lord Jesus. Amen. It's the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody have anything to pray about? Let's pray. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Praise God. What the enemy tries to take, God gives back life. I know. I know about about your uh, about your accent. I see that. <laughs> Woo! Glory to the Lord. Amen. I see it. Praise God. I've never seen it. <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, let's praise the Lord. Oh, yes. Our loving Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're such a loving God. You're so loving and merciful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else any put up any prayer requests, baby? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't see the, the oh yes. Praise you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Let's take a minute, brothers and sisters. Just praise him. Praise him. He's the great healer. Hallelujah. Je- Jesus care. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. He is restoring what the enemy took away from us, brothers and sisters. He is restoring the ways the enemy injured us. He is restoring what he's done to our minds. He's restoring what he's done to our body. This is the time of refreshing. As the word of God says, this is the time of refreshing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. I know. It is amazing. Oh, praise his name. Praise his name. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is anybody else asking for prayer? They're just praising God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, yeah, it's totally different now. We know the Lord has shown up. He touches you. You're changed. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And now I'll never be the same. Hallelujah. I don't know all the words, brother, sister, but he touched me. He touched me and made me. Oh, there you go. He touched me. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he touched me. And now he's made me whole. All right. Yes, say it, baby. Yes. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the great physician, Jesus, clear. Clear this skin up, Lord. Make the skin as pure and silk and smooth. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We loosen healing, Lord, and we bind infirmity. We loose healing and we bind up infirmity in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We loose healing. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. The Lord is moving. Praise God. He's touching his people. Hallelujah. His power is great and mighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's restoring what the enemy has stolen. He is restoring what the enemy has stolen. Hallelujah. Give him glory and praise. He is able. Praise God. The anointing breaks the yoke. The anointing breaks the yoke. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's right. The anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. The anointing breaks the yoke of sickness. The yoke, hallelujah. The anointing breaks it. Refreshing, as we read that word in Acts, refreshing is coming. Hallelujah. God is moving. Hallelujah. He is faithful. When you believe and trust in him and have faith, the Lord Jesus will show up. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep moving, Lord. Touch your people. Whatever their needs are, you know them, Lord. You know them before we even confess them and before we even ask. We just praise and honor you and thank you for what you're doing tonight, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing in such a time as this, preparing us for your coming and that we can serve you well, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Thank you for the help you give us, Lord. Divine help from the Lord. Praise God. Trust Jesus and not the medical in Obamacare. Trust Jesus. Be very careful with the things of men, brothers and sisters. Watch out for the spirit of pharmacia, too. Hallelujah. It'll try to hook you up on all the things of men. Be careful. Trust Jesus. We had another uh, We had another healing tonight. 
There is a new room that Minister Paul watched from the wall that the Lord Jesus told him to put up. It's called a war room. And it's a prayer room. And brothers and sisters, I can testify that as we prayed for a man that had seizures for 24 years, seizures for 24 years, and as we was praying and asked God to heal him, he had to take a step of faith and throw his medication in the trash, and Jesus came in and healed him. He was totally changed. He could feel the heat from the top of his head going down his neck. He said he's never felt this before in his life, and he was changed by the risen Savior. But he had to take a step of faith and not trust in the crutches of drugs and the things that had him bound up for 24 years. There, be careful. The stuff is lies from the devil. This is lies. You've got to remember, they have, they're trying to make money. Be very careful. I would warn you, if you go to position, you better be sure they are a believer. They believe in prayer, and they believe in the natural things that God gives them. That's the only kind of doctor I would tell you to go to. But the Lord, the main doctor, you got to know, brother and sister, Jesus never sent anybody to a doctor, did he? No. He healed them. He's a great physician. He's still giving Jesus care. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'll get off the... Well, no, it's important. I know. Not many. No, we're, we're on the downhill side of this. Hallelujah. Okay, 2 Corinthians 5.21. Praise the name of the Lord. The reason the Lord is showing up and doing these things because we're preaching his word. Because we're being obedient to what the Lord said. I can tell any of you, be available. Be available, and the Lord will use you. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. Excuse me. I probably said 22. Oh, hallelujah. I mean, his, the anointing is powerful here, brothers and sisters. Just call out to the Lord. He's ministering to his people tonight. Hallelujah. It's just a sign of his coming. He's getting close. Hallelujah. It's the urgency of the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. For he has sin for us who knew no sin. Okay, I've read that one. Good one for I think we read that one too. I think this is where you got healed right here. Hallelujah. Let's go to Ephesians 1 7. Praise God. I think here, here we are. Here we are. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Brothers and sisters, don't let nobody tell you that you're not rich. You're rich because of the Lord Jesus. Not because of things, not because of big houses, not a big bank account, not not pride and and, and, and uh, fame and fortune. No, it's the riches of Christ, his grace, his mercy, his love. Amen. What did it say in Philippians 4.19? My God will supply all my needs according to the what? The riches of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us. Hallelujah. Praise God is dead be, Lord Jesus. Hebrews 1 3. Oh, we've been there too. Wow. That's powerful. We're <laughs> trying to find where we're at. Okay, we're at Hebrews 8 12. That's where we're at. Huh. I'm getting back on track here, brothers and sisters. I mean, the Spirit, <laughs> He takes over. Amen. All right. Yes, Lord. For I will be merciful 
to their unrighteousness. Listen to this. God hates sin, but listen to the love. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquity. Will I remember no more? Does the Lord say of God? Remember our sins no more? What do you say to that? Praise God. Hallelujah. Here in James is a process of temptation to sin and to death. James 1, 14 through 15. But each one is tempted when he is dragged away, enticed, and baited to commit sin by his own worldly desire, lush passion. Then, when the illicit desire has conceived, it gives birth in. And when sin had run its course, it gives birth to death. Here's warning. Do not be misled, my beloved brothers and sisters. Amen. Do not be misled. James 4.8. Draw to God, and he will draw near to you. James 4, 17. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. You have wisdom and common sense, knowing what is good and don't do it, then it is sin. 1 Peter 3.18 For Christ have once suffered sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Hallelujah. There's this Marietta scripture. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and sinner appear? I can tell you where they're not going to appear. Not in heaven, according to the word of God. God have mercy. Here I have to share this whole chapter. The Holy Spirit says it is very important. I know, I know. It's very important, though. It's very important about sin. Amen. If you have your Bibles, go to Second Peter 2. The rise of false prophets. Listen to this. This will wake you up. But in those days, now Peter is talking about the end times. But Second Peter, start with verse. But in those days, false prophets arose among the people, just as they were, will be false teachers among you, who will subtly, I mean subtly or subtly introduce the heresy, denying the master price of his life and blood, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their shameful ways, and because of them, the way of truth will be maligned. That's been happening. In their greed, they will exploit you with false arguments and twisted doctrine. That's happening. Their sentence of condemnation, which God has decreed from a time long ago, is not idle. 
but is still in force. And their destruction and deepening misery is not asleep, but is on its way. That's the word of the Lord. For if God did not even spare angels that sinned, but threw them into hell and sent them to the pits of gloom to be kept there for judgment, and if he did not spare the ancient world, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, with seven others, when he brought the judgment of a flood upon the world of the ungodly, and if he condemned the city of Sodom and Gomorrah to destruction by reducing them to ashes, having made them an example to those who would live ungodly lives thereafter, and if he rescued righteousness Lot, who was tormented by the immoral conduct of unprincipled and ungodly men, for that was just man while living among them felt his righteousness so tormented day after day by what he saw and heard of the lawless act. I think we're dealing with some of that ourselves, amen? Then, in light of the fact that all this is true, be sure that the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trial and how to keep the unrighteous under punishment until a day of judgment. And especially those who indulge in the corrupt passions of the sin nature and despise authority. What authority? God's authority. Presumptuous and reckless, self-willed and arrogant creatures despising the majesty of the Lord. Well, here in the Amplified, what does that mean? Beasts? Creatures? God of mercy. They do not tremble when they revile, I mean, revile angelic majesty. Whereas even angels who are superior in might and power do not bring a reveling, defaming accusation against them before the Lord. But these false teachers, like unreasoning animals, boy, look at this, mere creatures of instinct, born to be captured and destroyed, reviling things that do not understand, will also perish in their own corruption, in the destroying, they will be destroyed, suffering from wrong, destined for punishment, as the wages of doing wrong. They count it a delight to reveal in the daytime, living luxuriously. Oh, listen to that. They are stained in blemishes on mankind. Remember, no spot wrinkles. Reviling in their deceptions, even as the feast with you. They have their eyes full of idolatry, constantly looking for sin, enticing and luring away unstable souls, having their hearts trained in greed. They are children of the curse, abandoned in the straight road that is the right way to life. And they have gone astray. They have followed the way of the false teacher Balaam, the son of Bor. Sound like a, sort of like a hog, don't it? Who loved the, re the reward of wickedness. But he, but he was rebuked for his own transgression, a mute donkey, a man's voice and restrain the prophet's madness. These false teachers are springs without water, mist driven by tempest, whom is reserved 
the gloom of black darkness, for uttering arrogant words of vanity, pompous words of size to sound scholarly, listen to this, or profound by meaning nothing and containing no spiritual truth. They beguile and lure using lustful desires by sensuality. Those who barely escape from the ones who live in terror. They promise them liberty when themselves are slaves of depravity. For by whatever anyone is defeated and overcome to that person, thing, philosophy, or concept, he is continually enslaved. For if, after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, of the world by personal knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled them and are overcome. Their last condition has become worse for them than the first. For it would have been better for them not to have personally known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then have turned back from the holy commandment, verbally handed unto them. The thing spoken in the truth pro the true proverb has happened to them. The dog returns to his vomit. A sow is washed only to wallow again in the myrrh. That makes it very clear. Sin and the ones who continue in sin will be judged. God have mercy. <coughs> Excuse me. John 1, 1, 7. Be, be if we walk in the light, he is in the light. I mean, he is in the light. We have the fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses from all sin. John 1, 8. First John 1, 8, excuse me. First John 1, 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanses from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1.10, say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and the word is not in us. Great revelation from God's word about sin, amen? Leave you with this great contrast between sinful and righteousness. Uh, and righteous. Revelations 21.1-8, the new heaven and earth. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, vanished, and there was no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God, arrayed like a bride adorned for her husband. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will live among them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with him as their God. And he will be and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no longer the longer be death, there will be no longer be sorrow and anguish or crying or pain, for the former order of things have passed away. He who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write, for these words are faithful and true. They are accurate, incorruptible, trustworthy. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. To the one who thirsts, I will give water 
from the foundation from the fountain of water of life without cost. Hallelujah. He who overcomes the world by inheriting faithfully to Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Hallelujah. But listen to this, brothers and sisters, the contrast. But as for the cowards and the unbelieving and the un, uh, the abominable, void of character and personal integrity and practice or tolerate immorality and murderers and sorcerers with intoxicating drugs and idolaters and occultists who practice and teach false religion and all the liars who knowingly deceive and twist truth, their part will be in a lake that blazes with fire and brimstone, which is the second death, and they will be burning, burning, and burning. So, seeing lies, deception, and sin revealed by God's truth, from this, make sure you choose very wisely for your eternal destination. It is clear in the Word of God as you hear this. You know the truth now, so no excuses anymore. This scripture is the result of two lifestyles. Please choose the lifestyle that God intended in the very beginning and has made a way through his mighty son, Jesus, to come back to. Amen. Lift up your head, weary sinners. Lift up your head, weary sinners. Your head, you sinner, you were just saying. 
thing here that Sister Brenda has to share. I had a pretty long message, but the Lord wanted the Word of God uh, spoken about uh, um, lies, deception, and sin, that we know the truth, and anyone out there has no excuse before God, for His Word has gone forth, and that you have to make a decision by His Word. Now, Sister Brenda will be sharing the prayer declaration that we're praying for our lost loved ones, our children. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Woo. There you go. My help if I log myself in. Not used to doing that. <laughs> Woo. Praise report. Praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Is that not awesome? Amen. I don't know about y'all, but it's a little warm. Oh, yeah. It's going up. Praise the Lord. I got got Fire the Holy Ghost. Fire the Holy Ghost. This card is it. Fire, fire, fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Let the fire of God come upon his people. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Be filled with living water. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, we need it. All right. Let's do Psalms 78, 5 through 7. Amen. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our father that they should make him known to their children, that the generations to come might know them, the children who would be born that they may arise and declare them to their children that they may set up, set their hope in God. Amen. And not forget the works of God. But keep his commandments. Amen. Sharing the words of God with our children prepares them for life. As well tells the story of Adam and Eve. They will understand our fallen state and God's promise of redemption. Amen. When when they hear of Noah and his family, they will understand that God protects his own. Yes. And under when as you tell them of Abraham and Sarah as they build their faith of overcoming impossible situations, as we relate Israel's deliverance from Egypt, they will be convinced that God's power can set them free from any bondage that's in their lives. It is so important to impart this after the Israelites walked through the Jordan River and possessed the promised land, a horrible thing transpired. Judges 2, 10, through 10 and 12 says, when all the generations had been gathered to their, to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord, mm, nor the work which he had done. That's what we're running into these generations right now. For Israel, then the children of Israel did, did evil in the sight of the Lord, Amen. and they forsake the Lord God and the, the Father. That's what's happening here in America. This must not That's take place in your family. Mm. Think back to, on all the works of God that you have witnessed in your life, stories with your children. 
and share them often. Amen. By doing so, you will keep the fire of faith burning from generation to generation. Here is our prayer declaration. Amen. Where I add my children, add your children. Amen. And name them. Name them children. Lord God Almighty, I praise you for all your mighty works, those you have accomplished in generations past and those you have wrought during my lifetime. Give me grace to transfer to my children not only the knowledge of these works, but also the expectation that you can move in their behalf as well. Ever let my children forget that you have what you have done. I claim the ever constant overshadowing of your spirit of truth upon Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, and their spouses and their children, bringing all your works and your words to their lives, their remembrance, and that they might serve you and keep from the evil world in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, testimony, uh, Sis Brenda's daughter that uh, we've been praying for. Just a second, let me. Her youngest, her youngest daughter, daughter her baby, baby girl, girl, one of her, her other daughters, daughters was, was sharing with us that, that she said her uh, other daughter was at her wit's end. And then, and then Jessica, Jessica, who's a believer, was sharing her testimony with her, and she, and was, she was listening. listening. She, used she used to run, run, run quickly when we brought when anything up about God or what God was doing in her life. Not this time. She was listening to her sister. And God, and God is doing, is doing something, something in this, in this young, lady's young lady's life, life and that, that she listened to her and then she said something we had heard. heard. I love, I love you. you. That's what she said, said to her other sister. sister. So praise, praise God. God. Keep believing. Have faith. faith. God, God can do it, brothers and sisters. God, God can, can do it. He can save. He can do things. He can't do He said in that scripture, what's impossible for man is not impossible for God. Amen. Now we're, now, we're going to share. share. What do you got? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, so Brenda's going to uh, uh, the, the Lord has shown her and the Holy Spirit to uh, share another, another prayer, prayer. Praise God on you, you and your family. Amen. Everyone, everyone listening. Listen 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 here's here's the part. It's a power prayer. Power, power prayer. prayer. Hallelujah. Power, power prayer. Father God, I thank you for directing my steps today. I thank you for covering me with your almighty shadow. I declare and believe that no evil shall come near my dwelling, my family, my work, my body, and my thoughts. I rebuke the devil from hindering my life and purpose. No storm, no demonic strategy, no offense, no pestilence, no evil report will interrupt the blessing of God in my life. I release the love and the wisdom of God into the heart and mind, into my heart and mind. Satan, take your hands off God's promise. Amen. Thank you, Father God, for joy and peace that passes all understanding. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, uh, uh, like I told you, there's a new place now to pray. pray. 
place to intercede and pray. And uh, uh, we'll share that with you before we finish here because I'm on there for uh, probably about an hour or how long God has me. And you're and welcome, you're welcome to, come to come there, too, but, but I, want I want to share one, one, one person that shared a song. song. It's a very, very powerful, powerful song. I don't know if y'all know it or not, but it's called Sweetly Broken, Broken by Jeremy Riddle. Riddle. Very, very powerful. powerful. Listen, Listen to this, to this song, song, brothers and sisters. Brother. Hallelujah, Hallelujah to the Lord. Lord. Praise, Praise the name of the Lord. Sweetly Broken.
And we know there's things happening in this world now because of the end days we're living, but we pray for the souls and the hearts of the people. And Father, that they will come to Christ. They will understand that the answer is not religion. The answer is not migrating somewhere else. The answer is Jesus. And Lord, that they will come to know the Lord Jesus, I pray. And Father God, we pray for Mary, and we pray that her neighbors will be saved. And Lord, we pray that the, uh, the anointing that's on Mary, it will flow, and it will affect them. Say, what is going on? And that they will see Jesus, on the, that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, and it will come before their eyes. And they won't be able to deny that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of each one of their hearts and souls. Father, we pray for this Barbara. We pray for complete recovery. We pray for healing and make her whole in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we pray that you help her with her finances. And we know that our God supplies all our needs in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. And we pray for Sis Crystal and for Jose, Lord, we pray that his papers, his migration papers will come through with flying colors. And it will be a testimony of the power of God that it will be a testimony to Jose showing that what God can do, what man can't do, God can. And that it will be a testimony to him and that he will come to go Christ through it. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the brothers and sisters in Christ, each one in the chat room. I pray for the anointing of the spirit of the living God. Come over each one of them. Let their light so shine that there will be a bright lighthouse in this dark world, Lord, and that, that we would pray and intercede and be prayer warriors, Father, and warriors for Christ, soldiers for Christ. Hallelujah. And, Father, we just thank you and praise you for your word and your truth, what you have been teaching us and guiding us tonight in. And, Lord, that the Holy Spirit has touched our lives, and we're thankful, and we praise you, and we honor you for what you're doing, Lord, and what you're going to do in these lives. We pray for Sister Marietta. Father, we pray that we pray for her rash. I didn't know about her neck, but you do. And, Lord, we pray that they be Jesus to hell her neck. Lord, that you would put her neck in the place it's supposed to go. Oh, the rash is on her neck. Okay. Well, the Lord knows. Hallelujah. We pray for healing there, Lord. We pray for healing. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, make her skin smooth and silky smooth like you like it was. Lord, we just praise and honor you. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. We pray, Lord, for people's lives and soul and more than nations anymore. It's a personal thing with people now in the days we're living. And, Father, we just praise and honor you and thank you and give all the glory to God in the highest. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, Jesus is coming for a pure bride. Amen. And we'll be going to the war room. We're going to the war room. The Lord has raised us to be intercessors. Prayer warriors in Jesus. He's coming for a
no one is watching What are you doing? Children, give your hearts right God's coming for a pure bride Children, give your hearts right Hallelujah. 